Hello, and welcome to the Golden Heart Rising podcast. My name is Tara Kabatov, and I'll be sharing information around personal transformation, healing, the law of attraction, manifestation, the human condition, and the great mysteries of life. Hello, and welcome to this episode. Thank you for joining. This is going to be a personal story going into a an experience that I went through over the last week. I did already record a podcast during that time as I was very raw. I was very in some deep stuff, which I'll get to in a moment. And I did want to record my feelings and my thoughts Um but I'm going to redo it because I wasn't really in my right mind for one. Uh, I was very fragmented and I find that I need to be very focused on what I want to say. Uh, I am still trying to become more comfortable sharing myself and sharing my stories and being more, I would say, natural on YouTube and doing these podcasts because I want to also be real about these experiences and I want to share with everyone my story, who I am, and my authenticity with what I'm doing. And it's very easy for me to, well, I feel for all of us to close ourselves in and to not want to express or not want not feel safe in a subconscious way to really be our true authentic self in all forms, you know, even when we're going through really dark and ugly and difficult times, it's hard, it's difficult to say, I'm really uh, struggling here. I'll go into that in a moment and where that comes from as well from a subconscious um, standpoint. But through this discussion and through myself opening up more, I'm hoping to connect with others who are going through similar experiences. Now we all have different experiences, but similar similar feelings or at least trying to find our way, trying to find our way through these difficulties, through these uncertainties, through these these traumas, these subconscious wounds that we have within ourselves. And I've mentioned this before, we all have trauma. I am, I am certain of it uh, in, in a wide spectrum of ways. There's lack of love, lack of um, empathy, understanding, needs not being met, uh, narcissism, um, psychological abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, abandonment. We can go on and on and on. Um, there's such a spectrum of trauma that I, I truly feel that I would say, I would say the majority of humanity, unless you're a monk, and maybe some of them have trauma too, who knows, but it's, it's part of our human experience as part of our history on this planet. It also, yes, is tied to past life. It's tied to ancestral wounds, this energy that we that we are processing and carrying and releasing. That is where we are in this timeline. It's not easy. It's not easy. And when I was hit with this week, and I'll explain the truth of what happened, I tried to touch on it on YouTube. I went live. It's difficult speaking live in front of a camera or in front of an unknown audience and really being open and vulnerable. And I do my best. Um, so it is going to be a process of mine to be more comfortable and again, authentic and real and 
and I am authentic and real, but I still find there's a bit of, um, as soon as I go on camera, it's a bit of an on switch. There's a bit of an on switch for me that I need to work on and just soften up there. So bear with me. I am working on it. Um, but here I am going to do my best to cover the exact detail of the situation. And when I talk about my stories, which isn't often, I, I don't, I'm a very private person. I don't talk about my stories openly and publicly very often at all because I'm doing this. It's, it's with regards to the importance of the work that I'm focusing on, the shadow work, understanding where this is coming from, understanding how powerful our mind can be, our emotions can be, our subconscious can be, and how it can completely override our life experience, which is, that was my main takeaway. That was huge. So I want to go into why this how this started, why this began last week. And I had met someone in September, a man, and we have no doubt a past life connection, a soul connection, whatever it is, it doesn't, I don't need to know exactly. All I know is how it felt. It was beautiful. It was very real, but we didn't, I didn't know who he was or what he looked like. We just exchanged emails and it was very, it was perfect because it was safe. I didn't have to commit to anything. The energy, I was feeling the energy. It, we went through, actually, we went through some strong ups and downs. And very, when you meet people you have past life connection with, soulmate connection with, twin flame, whatever you want to call it. And in my, in my theory, I feel that we have more than one twin flame. I don't, I, I don't feel that there's just one other person that's our other half. I now that I'm going deeper into all of this exploration, I feel that it's so multidimensional and so beyond what we can actually really understand. I feel that the more open-minded we can be and the more expansive we can be and just let go of the terms of twin flame, soulmate, yes, they exist and they're real, um, but not hanging on to this is what this is, therefore I need to make it work or um, defining it in such a singular way when it is something that you can't define really. It's more on how can I learn through this and what is this teaching me or what is this from an emotional, energetic, spiritual standpoint and how can it, if it can in fact work in the physical world? And that's the whole, that's the conundrum with these relationships. It's sometimes past life connections could be family. They could be someone you have a friendship. They come in this life and it's confusing. It's confusing. Am I supposed to be with this person? Is it supposed to work out? We have the 3D aspect. We have our life on this this three-dimensional plane of our existence that does play into effect. And with this particular dynamic, I, I had a feeling and I was pretty certain that it wouldn't appear or it wouldn't stick in the 3D. It wouldn't, it was more of an ethereal connection. It was more of a fantasy of energy and beautiful. Honestly, it was amazing and an incredible person and someone I still look up to in many ways. And it lasted for four months. It was off and on, off and on. It was very intense at the beginning. I'm sure if you've had these relationships before, you know what I'm talking about. Um, very intense at the beginning, shattered, fell apart, in, uh, tore me apart. I had to face some really 
um, still lingering abandonment wounds within myself um, and some other things like triggers that I would um, find myself falling into, which I had to really address, which I did. And that's a lot of what these relationships show us. They, they, they stick a knife in those wounds that go deep and we really have to feel it and understand it. If we don't, we're not going to change. We're not going to transform. We're not going to address our deeper wounds that need to be resolved. And because of that relationship and because of that situation, I did. And this leads me into the second half. It it was off and on for four months, strictly by email, a little bit by voice message, nothing too serious. Like it didn't go into the physicality, practicality, I should say, of our physical world of knowing what this person looks like, um, having met this person, you know, like feeling this person, it, that whole aspect of it didn't exist or, you know, experiencing life together with this person or having a, a one, like an actual fluid conversation didn't exist. So it was very ethereal. It was very, it, I started to form a fantasy around this person a bit. Um, but I was being very cautious of it as well. I, I knew I was very aware of the situation and not to get too carried away with it. But of course, there was a very beautiful connection. And, um, you know, it did get serious in one kind of level, the energy of it for sure. When it's turned into the next step of taking it to the next level and knowing who this person was, having a more of a solid reality in the practical, it triggered something within me. And this has happened before in a in a past relationship where I become so entangled and lost in a fantasy of what I want or what I expect to be a certain way or a certain story or a certain reality. And then all of a sudden, something triggers, it, it could be anything, it could be anything. And this has happened to me in the past. It could be anything, something triggers, all of a sudden, I wake up and I don't know where I am. And that's what happened in this relationship, or this dynamic this trigger happened where it became real. And all of a sudden, I didn't know where I was. And it really shook me. It really shook me. But it was the trigger. It was a trigger for something that unearthed some deep, dark stuff within myself. And I still don't know what it is of what was unearthed. Because when we have trauma, and I have worked through this very, very consciously and diligently over the last three years, very, very, like almost every day, almost, I don't want to say every day, but it feels like it. I've been practicing spirituality for 16 years. That's different. Working on yourself to really turn your life around with focus and determination is hard work. Yes. You do see the results. Yes. I have felt that I have reached enlightenment, my uh, definitely a new level within myself. I have gone through weeks and months of feeling amazing. It ebbs and flows. I have a lot of deep stuff to work on. I have old, old as F soul energy to work with. It is deep. It is, I have felt this my entire life ever since I was born. I can go back honestly to where I can remember the inception of my life and I did not want to be here. 
Um, I felt out of place. I couldn't connect with people. I was lost. I slept a lot. I've said this in other podcasts before. Um, it's been really difficult. And then I had an extremely, extremely traumatic childhood. And then it just trickled on from there. It just, it just not trickled on. It exasperated from there. So it leads me to today. All right, here we go. I go into this downward spiral after this trigger happened and my reality shifted. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what happened. I didn't even feel like I was in my body. And that was the whole week of lack of groundedness, lack of understanding. And it just unearthed, it just cracked me open. I don't know exactly what happened, but I feel that this needed to happen it brought up a lot of depression, loneliness, suicidal thoughts, um, end of my life, end of existence, can't do this anymore, too difficult, working my tail off trying to create change in my life, nothing's changing, nothing's happening, I'm so alone, I'm in this box of a condo apartment, which it's been box after box after box, staring at four walls. It's insanity. It really is fucking insane. And I really got hit with all of these thoughts and these emotions and these triggers. And I really went deep into the despair. And it was my reality completely skewed. And if someone was looking at me in this box that I'm in, they would think, you know what, you're actually doing a good job. You're working hard. You you are making progress. You have a, a roof over your head. You're you're healthy. What's your problem? <laughs> and here I am in my mind. My life is shit. I can't take this anymore. I can't stare at these four walls anymore. I can't work harder than I am anymore. Every day is the same. I wake up. It's like a groundhog day. I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not, I'm, I can't even pay my bills. I can't even survive. And this story has been playing out in my mind for my entire adult life anyway, since I moved out since I was 17 years old, probably. The struggle, the struggle. It's so hard. Life is so hard. Life is against me. The universe isn't helping me. There's no one helping me. I'm all alone. I have been in this story, in this identity, my entire life my entire life. I can't succeed. I can't get ahead. I don't know what I'm doing with myself. My entire life. And it all came up and I couldn't get out of it. And it was a week long. I drank a bottle of wine to knock myself out. I was having complete delusional panic attacks. I couldn't breathe. I was getting hit with other things too from my family, from what I've been doing with work. Um, yeah, and it just, it was really hard. And I had a, a friend of mine who, she's become a dear friend of mine, and she's been a savior in so many ways. And we've had parallel lives, and we can really relate to these experiences. She's gone through this many times before of feeling at the end, you know, feeling at the end and at this breaking point where I just can't live like this anymore. I can't carry this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And, you know, being 46 years old, and I never throw my age out there because it's, I, I never even think of my age, truthfully. But in this lifetime alone, not to mention other energies and realities that I can experience, 
it's a long time to be dealing with this. It really is. And you get to these moments, or I get to these moments where there are these breaking points where just I crack and it's hard. It is tough. It's really tough, you know, constantly working on the self-improvement, constantly trying to turn things around and constantly showing up for the world. And, and I'm so grateful for her, her to be there just to listen to me. Being heard is healing. It is so therapeutic to have her just listen and say, I get it. I get it. I've had people give me advice, tell me what to do. Um, In my childhood, when I was struggling, I had one parent who would get mad at me because I was struggling. Um, I would have another parent turn against me and use my struggle as leverage for them. There was huge manipulation. I was silenced. It was not okay to talk about sensitive things. It was uncomfortable with the family. This is common. It's taboo as a child. You don't know how to say, I'm struggling, I'm sad. As a child, how do you put that into words? But, you know, growing older, wanting to express yourself and wanting to even stand up for yourself in a family environment that is not supportive of your needs and your emotions, not having that support in a family can really shut someone down emotionally, psychologically, physically. And so we detach from our feelings, we detach from expressing ourselves, we, at- we detach from our voice, we detach from our, our pain and our suffering and our sorrow, and we move on. And we build a persona and we get we become strong, we become a strong person. Because as humans, we are very resilient, we are very strong, but we mask it, that's masking. That is masking. And so it is difficult to talk about these things. And that's where I'm going to from the beginning here now circling back, it is difficult to talk about these things. And I want to create an environment. And at least by talking about it from my point of view, or my experiences be a voice for others. And I hope you listening will have clarity, have a bit more clarity around maybe your experiences and knowing that it is therapeutic to talk about it. I know it's easy to go into isolation and to sit with these feelings, maybe journaling, but that's only one aspect of therapy or processing. There's a whole other aspect to this that is hugely eye-opening and game-changing for healing and transformation and understanding our shadow. And we can't see our shadow and we can't see our reality unless someone else guides us and unless someone else opens that network or that pathway for greater understanding about ourselves so that we can release it and we can make the changes, the constructive changes to make improvements and to better our life and to better our experiences. And that's what she did for me by being there and having someone to just say something to without judgment, without telling me I should do this, I should do that, giving advice, which is the worst thing to do to someone who's struggling. And then she said, after a week, after a week, I woke up, I was hungover, I was not in my right mind, I completely snapped. And I, w- I woke up and I was like, I don't even know who I am. Like, I don't even know what, what I'm doing. I don't know where I am. And she said, it's all in your mind. 
And it was just, I mean, these are the things I talk about. These are the things I teach. This is what I know. It was her saying that at that exact moment, just boom, opened my eyes. And I woke up and I realized, oh my God, this is all in my fucking mind. I'm looking at myself all of a sudden from outside my body, looking at this woman sitting on the floor, wallowing in it, in a completely distorted aspect of reality, a completely distorted um, story of reality, in her story of reality, which she made up in her mind based on her traumas, based on her subconscious, based on the stories that she's been telling herself her entire life. In that reality, she's sitting there in that reality, which is not the real reality. And I just all of a sudden went, what? <laughs> I need to wake up out of this. What just happened? And it just, it, it, is it was exactly what I needed. It was exactly what I needed to really face my story that I had been wallowing in and living in that was not real, that was not true. And this comes up in emotions, it comes up in the way we feel about ourselves, this comes up in everything I just mentioned, right? And all of a sudden, I just snapped out of it and started to constructively work my way out of it. A week is long to be in this stuff. It really is. I used to live in it full time. I try to have a rule with myself of give myself one or two days to just wallow in it, let it out, go with it, drink if you need to drink. What I try not to be self-destructive, by the way. I'm, I'm really, really trying to clean it up. And I do respect my body. I eat very well. I'm tuned in. And then I also started doing the release work that I do for clients. I started working on the passages. And that was my way out. That changed everything. And it opened my eyes to new perceptions about my reality that I had not seen before. And that's the point of this work. It's what I do. I do this work for other people. I do this work on myself. But it's always a little bit different. There's always a different tone or a different perspective or a different layer my story is very different than everyone's. Your story is different than everyone's. But there's still a very similar way of working through these moments that we're going through in a constructive way. Because of what I went through, it really opened my eyes. I feel that this, this, is, this wasn't by chance, this whole situation. It was not by chance, especially with the work that I'm doing, what I'm trying to focus on. I've been trying to find my way as far as what's the bullseye of what I'm doing and what I want to do with my work. I've always wanted to better humanity. I've always wanted to help others. I've always wanted to make a positive impact, but it's always been very fragmented and sort of all over the place. I have my tarot channel. I've done the moon manifestation workshops. I've done the alchemy program. I've done this, I've done that. It's all kind of fragmented, but it all is tied in together around healing transformation. But then I went into the subconscious work. Nobody's taught me this. Nobody taught me this. I had to go into this and discover it all on my own. And what I have discovered, and now I know this is exactly why I've had to go through that week or a lifetime of that story, that programming, those experiences and dissecting them and understanding them. Why is this happening? Why am I feeling this way? Why, is it, why does it keep coming up? But it's not necessarily now, why is it? It's who am I because of it? And what am I learning because of it? And what am I going to do with it? And this is the work that I'm doing. I now know my bullseye. It's the shadow work. It is going into the subconscious. It is understanding who we are and what is preventing us 
from creating the reality that is in alignment with our true authentic self void of our traumas, void of the pressures of society or our parents or our peers, breaking free from all of that, letting go of the things that are limiting us or causing depression and sadness and fear and worry and doubt and anger and all of those emotions that aren't part of who our authentic selves are. Those all come from programming, those all come from traumas, those all come from our subconscious belief systems that have been formed since childhood. And yes, of course, some past life. And the only way out of it, the only way to manifest and create our manifestations and live a life to our highest potential and heal our body and create meaningful relationships and open our heart to love is through this work, period. Bottom line, This is the only way. And yes, we may look at uh, spiritual teachers and coaches and gurus for enlightenment, the feeling of enlightenment, the feeling and the guidance of being in that higher vibrational experience of self or expression of self. But is it sustainable? Is it allowing us to go into the parts of ourselves that we need to look at in order to really hit the the notes within ourselves that are going to create the impact so we can reach that sustained experience. But also too, knowing that when we go through difficult times, it's not a bad thing. It sucks. And let me tell you, I am tired of feeling like that. When I feel like it, I feel it's compounded from all of the years that I felt like that. It's almost exasperating to these points of vicious psychic energetic attacks on every part of my body. It is so horrific. It's horrific. It's almost it's almost as if all of the depression and sadness and sorrow that I've experienced throughout my life has been balled up and just thrown at me at one moment in time. It's like, hey, deal with this. Boom. And it's not like a nice soft depression or something I almost want to trade it in. Can I just have that really like shitty depression that drags on for months and months rather than that? And because that is, that is nasty, nasty. I was not in my right mind. I mean, I, I, I don't, I hope, I hope that doesn't come back. Um, But I know it served a purpose. I know it served a purpose and I see a lot more because of it. And I understand a lot more because of it. And it also made me really drill into what I want to do, what I want to focus on. And it's all around subconscious work. It's all around our shadow, getting real with ourselves, you know, really getting real, creating accountability, understanding the layers within opening new pathways to understanding ourselves and our past connecting the dots so that we can release this stuff so that we can move on so that we can process so that we can integrate and then form new constructive ways to build to create to move towards yes our higher state of consciousness to rise to our fullest absolute potential And we won't get to that fullest and absolute potential until we go into this, until we go into this work. And my story, uh, it is extreme. It is on the extreme level. I know there are a lot, I mean, humanity, I, I honestly felt that a lot of what I was experiencing too was not my energy. I may have been opening up to taking on energy from the world, from the pain and the suffering of what's happening. I've never felt that before. Maybe I had 
without knowing it. But this was feelings of there was other energy coming in for sure. There was other stuff that wasn't mine. But I feel it was reflective of what is happening in the world. And maybe maybe that was part of my realization around this work. We are only going to hit more of these rocky moments in our timeline before we can fully ascend and before we fully heal and transform. And again, if you look at the larger timeline, we're right smack dab in the middle of this, right? So our bodies are getting shook. Um, Our souls are getting shook. Our, Our old traumas, ancestral traumas are getting shook. Like we are in a little bit of a pressure cooker right now. And knowing what's happening in the world I'm feeling the importance and the the importance of this work and the weight of the world and the traumas and people who won't be able to find their way out, which it's so sad. And it's so I mean, you have to accept it as this is part of our timeline. This is part of the human experience, which for me, I have a really hard time with truthfully that not everyone will have access to this work, not everyone will want this work, not everyone will want to change themselves, will want to improve themselves. If you're listening to my podcast, you're probably wanting to improve yourself, you're probably curious, you're probably open, you're probably wanting something better, you're probably wanting to transform and rid of some of the limitations and fears and traumas of the past. But not everyone is going to have that ability. Not everybody is going to want to even go into it. I've read for people who um, read some passages for people who were kind of interested. But when I read them, I felt there was a very uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable energy about, oh, that's, I don't want to go in there. I don't want to do that. Or they'll say my family was not dysfunctional. Um not wanting to face some of the realities and go into a bit of a deeper exploration within self, not everyone's ready and not everybody wants it. And therefore, they won't change. They won't change. And in fact, if anything, things could get worse for them, the health will get worse, our health takes a huge hit from our emotions, from stored energies within our body. A lot of it comes up in our body, our body's communicating to us all the time. So this leads me to the shadow project and the work that I am now dedicating myself towards. Uh, It is all around self-improvement, self-healing transformation by accessing our shadow, by accessing areas within ourself that we need to look at, that we need to understand in order to make the change. And once we face them and once we realize them, we let go of the old energies of the past. We let go of the old beliefs, the limitations, the fears, the negativity, the wounds, the traumas that we don't even know that are in there. Trust me, there are things within you you don't even know that are there. Pretty much everyone I've worked with has said, wow, I didn't realize this. Pretty much everyone I've worked with, and myself included, opened my eyes and it continually does to all these aspects within myself that need to be addressed. So yes, we may fall back down into the dark, into our old stories, our our false realities, our false beliefs that we have within us, our old programs. This is the subconscious at work. And until we let go and release and address and start to form new pathways and constructive pathways, we'll just keep reliving it. And we'll relive it over and over and over again. 
So that's why this work is crucial. It really is. And as I mentioned, we may fall into some of the darkness if you find yourself in the anger, in the despair, in the depression, in the worry. Body, the body's speaking all the time. Pay attention to the body. Be gentle with yourself. Observe your actions and your thoughts and your emotions from an observing standpoint through observation. Try to observe from an outside perspective. What is the reality that I'm really living in? What is the reality in my mind? What are my emotions sending out? What are the actions that I am taking as a result? Am I preventing myself from speaking my truth? Am I preventing myself from hustling? Am I preventing myself from opening my heart to love? Am I triggered? Do I treat my body poorly as a result? Do I drink alcohol? Do I Am I a go-to food person? Like Food is a huge emotional crutch if we haven't had it's a love substitute in some kind of form right addictions a food all of these things are indicators that we can look at okay how am i reacting to things where is that coming from doesn't mean being paranoid but just it's the check-in and if you find yourself in those downward spirals or you find yourself in difficult situations check in with the reality of that actual situation look at it from an outside perspective and then work on letting it go. The ego loves to hold on to this, by the way, loves to hold on to the old narratives, loves to hold on and be right. And I have a right to suffer. Or that person is wrong, and I don't want to talk to them. Or I have a right to be angry. I don't trust the universe. I'm not being supported. Nothing is working out. I hate myself. I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. Nothing's changing. That is all old programming. The ego loves to hold on to that. It's really difficult to let it go, but it takes constructive work and perspective to look at it as what it is and start to create the distance of it by letting it go and forming constructive ways to work on moving out of that train of thought and integrate productive trains of thought. I am productive. I am hustling. I am successful. Those I am statements are good. But we need to know the other side of our reality of our existence of ourselves before we can start to reprogram, we need to also acknowledge, okay, where is this other, these other realities and these other programs coming from within myself based on XYZ that's happened in my past, for example. But again, it's difficult to reach all of these without help. And that's why of course, I have the shadow project. I highly, highly suggest looking into it. Very small, intimate group setting. It's extremely healing. It's extremely eye-opening. I'm guiding it. I guide everyone. Um, it is very supportive. And sometimes it is just good to have someone to listen to. If you are interested, email me directly. There are new programs every month. The work is the same. We go into um, learning different aspects of ourselves, our body, um, our limitations, our fears, etc. There's going to be a theme every month. And then every class, there are two classes a week. It comes with a little bit of a tiny little presentation on the theme of that class. And then I go into the release work and then we, we discuss, we talk about it, we share. And no one has to share anything. You don't, you're not obligated, but you can listen and even if no one does share, and it's just all about releasing, then, then then that's what it is. We go with the flow, and it is very supportive, and it is going to be hugely eye-opening and transformative. This is the work. I am 100% convinced of it. It's the only thing that has 
really made sense for me and has changed myself. And no, I'm not perfect. And I'm still going through my story and my journey. But I know why I'm going through the things that I'm going through in the way that I am so that I can help you so that I can help others so that I can in turn communicate this and this is how it works. This is how it works. Um, it is also a great compliment to other things. And I do introduce and support other techniques like breath work. Um, I, I talk about a few other things that you can work on in relation to this that will help. So I am very open minded around other techniques, other um, practices that can work and can really help in tandem with this with with this type of work. Because again, it is all about reaching our core self, our our traumas, our triggers, what we have embedded with us, our reality, um, the relationships that we had with our parents or, you know, other caregivers that we had, caregiver stand-ins that we had in our life, connecting the dots with all of these and then releasing releasing those old beliefs or those old attachments or those subconscious wounds that we have within ourselves, the shadow, and then moving towards constructive reprogramming and building the life that we desire and connecting with that future self of ours. So there is a process to it. You know, it is it is a process. Um, but again, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out, email me anytime. We start at the beginning of every month and it's one month long, twice a week. Uh, so hopefully you can join. I look forward to seeing you there. I love talking about this. I love seeing the change in people. I love the people I've met, I've, I've been blessed. Um, and I can't wait for further growth and to work with you in the future. So I'm wishing you all the best during your journey and beyond, no matter what your path is, no matter where you are, know that you're not alone. And to keep an eye open for other content that I deliver as I continually try to offer content that will help you through your journey and inspire you and open new pathways towards greater transformation. Until next time, I'm wishing you all the best and take care. That concludes another episode of the Golden Heart Rising podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel for further discussions and interesting topics. And of course, if you are enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to share it with the world. I'm sending you much love and light. Until next time.